Albert Einstein once said that play is the highest form of research. Well, let's get ready to do some research. This is Teach, Play, Learn, the podcast, and I am your host, Adam Peterson. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by my good friends at AliveStudiosZoo.com. Alive Studio Zoo offers you mind-boggling engagement through an augmented reality program that will bring your learning to life. You just got to check it out, AliveStudioZoo.com, and use promo code TEACHERSLEARN2, that's the number two, at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by my friends at BertoAndCo.com, B-E-R-T-E-A-U and Co.com, where you can find top-notch teacher planners, pens, stickers, t-shirts, and more that will make great gifts for the teacher in your life as we approach the holiday season. You have through December 31st to use the promo code Adam P15 to save yourself 15% at checkout at BertoAndCo.com. I am pumped for my guest today. Cindy Price is my guest, and she is a teacher rocking the virtual teaching world. Her kids love showing up every day because of her novelty and engagement. So let's hear from Cindy Price. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the show, Teach, Play, Learn, the podcast. So excited to be chatting with you all again. And I have a guest on today who I'm so excited to have here because she is, for lack of better words, rocking the virtual space. So my guest is an amazing educator, Cindy Price. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, before we get into to why I brought you here, I want you to kind of tell everybody about yourself and, and what you're doing, what you have done in education, what you're doing now during all of this, this crazy time of education, and, and just tell us your, your educational journey, how you got to where you are. Okay. Well, um, I'm Cindy Price, and I teach in Delaware now, but I started teaching in Florida and then Georgia, and now I'm in Delaware. Um, I've been teaching for 20, this is my 28th year. Wow. Um, 19 in kindergarten and nine in first grade. Um, so I start, my first year of teaching was horrendous. <laughs> I had 42 children by myself, 42 40, kindergartners. 42? Uh -huh, 42 kindergartners by myself. Oh yes. It was like herding cats. That's not safe. <laughs> I took over for a teacher who went out on maternity leave and I walked into my classroom and there was no materials. There was nothing on the walls, nothing. So my first day of kindergarten with my 42 kindergartners was me, the children, and empty space. So mm. that was interesting. And so I grew from there. And I taught myself how to survive. And so from there, I got um, two years later, I was Disney teacherific teacher. Awesome. And I was awarded by Disney. And then I went from there to, um, I went into Georgia. So I taught in Savannah and Statesboro, and I loved teaching there. I taught at a low-income school in Savannah, Georgia. Amazing. And then um, I went from there back to Florida, and now I'm in Delaware teaching <laughs> first grade now. So nothing against Delaware. I've just, I don't know that I've ever met anybody but you from Delaware. Like, not. <laughs> I just Probably haven't. Not. You blink and you're through our state. I mean, our state is literally, we have three counties. That's it. Wow three counties in our state and it takes to go from the top to the bottom probably about an hour and a half it's like an island flowers yeah we're just yeah. We're just here yeah wow so what took yeah. you to delaware um funny story um <laughs> we love funny I, stories <laughs> i um we i got to i separated from my husband we were going to get a divorce and i wanted to change the scenery so i took out my map and I landed on the Delmarva Peninsula and Are you I loaded my car up and I drove up here and here I am. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's not funny. That's an, I mean, it's not awesome that it happened that way, but the fact that you just took that, that risk, like 
How, how cool. Like, and just to do I, that. I've never regretted it. I mean, I loved every minute of it. Well, you relations, the meeting new people and just. What a fun way to do it too. Like just, here we go. Let's try this. And you end up on Delaware of all places. <laughs> yeah. Well, I landed on the Delmarva Peninsula. This is a funny story. I landed on the Delmarva Peninsula and my mom goes, you know, you have relatives in Maryland. I said, really? She said, yes. I said, okay. So I said, well, I'm going to apply for a job. Okay. So I applied for a job in Washington, DC. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I should have known there was a problem when I got hired over the phone. Really? You see me like after 20 minutes into an interview. And so I'm like, okay, well, this is great. So I'm going to go teach in DC. Okay. So I get there. I didn't have a classroom. I'm like, okay, well, this is good. I can walk around and meet people. Okay. Well, my first day there, they're like, um, we have to walk you to your car because this is not a safe neighborhood. Oh no. Okay. Okay. We're good. We'll do it. So about three days later, still no classroom. And I'm like, this is not right. So I had gotten a call from Delaware. And so I went down and I interviewed at the, in the school district that I'm in now. And I came back and I walked in. They said, Miss Price, the glass will be on your classroom by the end of the week. There was a little mishap at the car wash next to where you oh your classroom is. I said, a mishap? I walked in. Yes, somebody had um, been um, killed outside my classroom and my classroom windows were shot out. Yeah, that's so when said, it's time to that's go. That's okay. I'm going to Delaware. Yes. And so See I, you later. And I went to teach in Delaware. Yeah. Wow. You know what? It's so, it's, oh my gosh. I mean, thankfully for you and luckily you got it, but imagine that, that's still happening, right? Like that, that happens yeah. in schools all over schools. I hear yeah. about, I have a friend that does a lot of work in, in uh, St. Louis and how rough it can be in some of those areas. And it's just, it's sad to think that that's something, I mean, you were able to get out, but that some of those kids have to go through. I know it's horrible. It's horrible. It just, it breaks your heart. Which is why it's good that we have teachers like you making this as fun as possible, regardless of where you are, because that's why. I wanted to bring you on. First of all, I love the Delaware story. If I ever had the opportunity, so my wife and I, we've always talked about, we want to sell off everything we own and buy one of two things. She wants to get an RV and just travel the country. You got to. I want to buy a sailboat and travel the world. And she, she's like, no, I get seasick. But that's how I could picture living, like loading everything up in, a, in an RV and just- You have to. On a map and go. You have to do it. Before I moved to Delaware, my parents had an RV. And I went cross country with them down across Route 66. Did you really? Yes. We went across Route 66 into Utah, up and came back through to, from the north. Wow. So you went through my area. I live outside of Chicago and Route 66 is a bit right through this yeah. area. That's it was awesome. amazing. You got to do it. We've always talked about it. We told our kids one time too, when, when the pandemic started, we our kids, obviously we're at this stage in our life where Obviously, Trish has a great job at the school, and the kids have their core group of friends. So we, we, we a few years ago, we had talked about possibly moving south because we, we wanted to be where it's warm. And then we're like, you know, we can't do that to a 12-year-old, like pull her away from her friends right now. So when the pandemic started, we're like, listen, guys, you're not around your friends anyway. Let's just sell the house. Let's sell everything, and we can teach you from the RV. And they were like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> and we can't afford an RV right now. So <laughs> just think of all the fun you could have. It'd be an awesome experience for sure. We so traveled wanna... to all the, um, I'm a big baseball fan. Oh, so cool. We, I've been to every baseball park in the United States and Canada, and we went by RV. Wow, that's awesome. 
so, I would love that. There's a lot of parks I'd like to see. Yeah. Oh, you got to, you got to. Very if you have cool. a chance to do, I mean, that's like a trip that's memorable. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for the story. That's awesome. So people now know the real Cindy Price. They know who you are. <laughs> I don't know if you really want to know all that much. Okay. <laughs> so like I said, I wanted to bring you on listeners that are listening. And you're like, just get to it, Adam. Sorry. We had to, we had to talk about Cindy because that's pretty cool. But Sorry, guys. I wanted to bring her on because I've been seeing your posts and videos and all kinds of things that you're sharing from your quote unquote classroom in your, in your basement. Um, for those of you listening, Cindy is right now doing full-time virtual teaching full day virtual teaching. And uh, some of us, when I first heard you say that, I'm like, oh my gosh, how? And I'm sure a lot of people listening are thinking that too, but you are doing it and you're doing it beyond what's expected of you from what I see and what I hear you say. So I'd like you to just talk about like, what, what are you doing? I mean, what, what are you, for lack of better words, what are you doing to make it so fun? How are you making it so fun and keeping little minds engaged all day long? Well, a lot of positive reinforcement, a okay. lot of positive reinforcement and a lot of novelty. Yes. A lot of novelty. It's never the same thing every day. The only things that stay the same are my Iron Man breaks. <laughs> and I'll have to show you. You're going to laugh. I'm excited to see this. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to do something. You know, everything is always so girly. You know how they have a lot of the clip art is girly and everything. Right. So I thought, well, boys love superheroes. Yeah. I said, well, you know what? Even Iron Man needs a break. Well, so I made my Iron Man break. Well, I walked into the dollar store one day and there was an Iron Man mask. That's pretty so awesome. now I put this on and say, okay, boys and girls, it's time for, and my boys go, oh, Iron Man break. <laughs> and so they have a five minute Iron Man break. So I try to do novelty things like that, novel things like that. Like for, I have lots of hats. Like when we do our Scooby-Doo, our reading of our Scooby-Doo, I put my Scooby-Doo hat on and we sing our Scooby-Doo song. I just changed it now for um, uh, Christmas trees and an elf. So now they'll sing, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, oh, where's our, where, where is our, where can our little elf be? And so they'll sing that and they'll, they'll tell me what word and I'll pull the Christmas tree down and they'll try to find the. That's so cool. Uh, Oh, I just made that song up when uh, about an hour ago. That's so. what it's about, though. I mean, that's that's really what it's about. And when I talk about, you know, in my book and and um, on this podcast a lot, I haven't done episodes lately. Sorry, listeners, we've been busy. But um, when I do, we always talk about the the idea of play and what and what it means. And everything you're doing, everything you just talked about right there, could be considered learning through play. It's going to look different, obviously, but you're getting your kids engaged. They're enjoying it, obviously, because you have them all day long, and you're 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 making it look so much fun. But then when you talk about those breaks and having them look around for things and then the engagement factor, that's, that's the huge part of it, getting them active and moving and, 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 and around. And I got to ask too, like, as I look at listeners, you can't see this, but her, I thought you were in a classroom. If I didn't know you and know, you know, follow you on social media and know that you're at home, I'd think you were in a classroom based on what I see. So I have to know you have class jobs up. How are you making class jobs work in a oh, virtual yeah. space? Okay, so basically, you can't, they can't see me. So, they can't see you, but yeah, listen, she's got a job chart and she's teaching virtually. Yes, so we have somebody who leads the Pledge of, we do the Pledge of Allegiance every day. Our okay. day is like a school day. So we start with um, announcements from our principal and he records them, he records them almost every day. So we start with the announcement from the principal, then we go into our Pledge of Allegiance. So every day um, for a week, they have their jobs for a week. So I have one person who's in charge of the Pledge of Allegiance. And then I have one little girl who has a flag. So she stands up with her flag every day. Oh, for that's awesome. And we do the Pledge of Allegiance. And then we have a, we're a leader of me school. 
So Good. we do the Southern, we have a uh, mission statement. So mm -hmm. every morning I have somebody who reads the shark mission statement. Then I have somebody who goes over our zoom rules and then we have a weather person and that person tells us the weather every day. What's it going to be like today? And what's it going to be like tomorrow? And we graph that. And then we have for math, we do our days of the week song just to keep them remembering their days of the week. They fresh, forget. Yeah. yeah. And they get those confused. So they lead the days of the week song, which we do um, to the tune of the Adams family. Yep. And then at the end of the day, we do closing circle. And I used to do closing circle. Now they do closing circle. So they will ask. So the person who does closing circle will ask the three, the three questions. What was your favorite activity today? What did you learn today? And what do you want Mrs. Price to teach you tomorrow? Awesome. I love it. What an awesome way to keep them so engaged too, to know that they're going to have something that they get to lead rather than just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know for every teacher in every school, it's different right now. And I've seen, I've seen some teachers who have the, the best and some teachers who admit that they are, are stuck, you know? So for teachers who are looking for something more, I think what you said, there's two words you've used, the, the routine of your day and the novelty of your day. And I think if, if we can take something from you that you're doing that's working, it would be that because routine is so important for these little ones. And, and whether or not that routine means a job chart or just, just saying the pledge every single day, right? Or your mission statement or, or what it may be. And then the novelty of it, I mean, you've talked about some of your hats, but I know you've got more to share too. But the, the fact that they're not in a classroom and they get to have a job, that's, that's such a, I mean, that is novel. That's what school is about, right? And they love it. That's they cool. It. And we also do behavior management because I do um, reward systems. Uh -huh. So this month is, it's that my little sign on the back says, our class and good behavior go together like milk and cookies. And so this I month, saw this picture. We have, I giant saw milk, <laughs> we have a giant milk container and every, we're working on not calling out during Zoom. Yeah. So every time we go for a whole three days without calling out, they get a cookie in their milk. That's awesome. And when they fill their milk jug, they get their reward. And their reward for um, this month is going to be Polar Express on Zoom at night. Oh, and cool. what we do there is um, for the behavior, when we do those um, nights with them, I drive around to every single home wow. and at the beginning of each month. And I give them their materials for the month because I believe that they should have paper and pencil as well as the virtual aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So they will have worksheets and they will have emergent readers and they have, we do two special days a month. Okay. So their special day for December, for, it's going to be January, but I'm going to do it in December. So I already have it all made for them because Polar Express, they will get a movie ticket. They will get um, their bell. They will get, um, package of hot cocoa and I have a little mug in their bag for you them to have. And so they will, we'll, we'll get on. It's a Friday night. We get on Friday night. I zoom with them on Friday night and we will watch the movie together and we get in our pajamas and they just love it. That is amazing. Like seriously. And, and you're doing this with how many kids? 28. 28 kids, listeners, 28 kids she's doing this with. This is, this is why, again, why I wanted to bring you on. It, it amazes me that you're, I mean, obviously teachers are putting an effort like crazy, but you're, you're doing more than, than uh, honestly, I could imagine myself doing during this. I'm teaching virtually with just like one-on-one -on -one for an hour at a time. And sometimes I'm like, what am I going to do next? So the fact that you're doing this daily, all day long and, and keeping it fun, just, just kudos to you. That's amazing. Thank you. 
And that's awesome. So during your day, you start your day like a routine, you said, and then you've got your jobs. You mentioned before we started recording, when I asked about the poster, I saw that you're, you know, you're doing writing, you're doing math, you're doing reading, you're doing, you're doing it all. So what types of activities are you doing to, to keep the kids as engaged as possible during some of those, those things? Okay. So, um, we start off every day. We do our, like I said, our, um, the announcements and our jobs and stuff. And then we do a morning or we do a greeting every day. So every day is a different greeting and we always do start off with an activity and, um, and a share. Mm -hmm. So the share is different. Like they do moody Mondays. And so they all have a clip chart that I already, they already have at home and they just clip on how they're feeling. And it just tells me, you know, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling tired. And we talk about our feelings every Monday. And just because I want to also keep in tune with them because yes. it's so important. But really the most important thing is that we need to let them talk and become a community. Right. That's so important virtually because yeah, they're by I, themselves at home yep. and they need, that's, that's, so I may be off my schedule by about five, 10 minutes each day, but my kids got to talk for mm -hmm. five to 10 minutes in the morning. And that just puts them in such a great mood. And they'll talk to each other during break. They'll sit there and th you'll hear them unmute themselves. Hey, what you doing? <laughs> hey, what are you having for lunch today? And they're actually talking to each other now as if they would in the classroom. Right. That's awesome. And uh, you, you mentioned it's so important because we, we don't know what's going on outside these school hours for some of these kids. They're, they're stuck at home. A lot of families, you know, I, I wonder so much. I'm so lucky that I'm, I'm an educator and I get to work from home. My wife's an educator. So that when our kids are home, we're home too. I can't imagine kids who, whose parents have to go off to work and they still have to figure out remote learning. But the thing I love about that Moody Monday too is what another engagement piece to, to make it as engaged as possible. You're not just asking them and expecting a response. They actually physically have to show you on a card. And I think that's, that's the key to any of us that are doing virtual is it has to be something that they can physically do to be engaged rather than just a nod of their head or a shake of their head, right? Yes, definitely, definitely. And they need materials at home too. So when you talked about breaks, what are there, are there specific activities that they do on breaks? Like, what are you doing to get them active? Do you get them up moving? You do dances, songs? Oh, like we that? do. Oh, we do cuckoo kangaroo and we do, um, go noodle and we do, um, what was the one, other one that we did that they love? The, the, they love Jack Hartman. I oh, mean, who doesn't, just, right? uh, I know I mean, Jack Hartman is just the best virtual teacher out there. And, um, so we do a lot of, we do a lot of that kind of movement, but I'll, I start each subject area with a song every day. Awesome. Every day. So in phonics, we start with a song, like whatever skill we're working on, like we're working on our blends. So we find a song about our blends. When we teach pronouns, I, they have a song about pronouns. Um, I use, I love Dee Dee and I use her poems every single day. Oh yeah. So they love to sing their poems. So I do, even virtually, I do the, we read it as a class, we sing the song, and then I send their emergent readers home that she has that goes with each poem. They have those in hand, and I'll turn the camera on, and they'll follow along with me, and they'll read with me, and then by Friday, they're reading it on their own. That's awesome. That is awesome. Very cool. Well, I gotta ask, I, I was looking at some of these, uh, these pictures on your feed. Um, fabulous, by the way, all the different hats you're wearing. I got to ask about this Mad Hatter that I saw you in, the Mad Hatter Day virtual style. What was that about? Oh my goodness. It was amazing. It, looks, it does look amazing. <laughs> we did the whole day based on the Mad Hatter. That's we awesome. We did our math. 
they all, what I did was I sent home a laminated copy of the Mad Hatter with a um, container of buttons. They had the big giant Mad Hatter hat to wear. Mm -hmm. um, we read a book about the Mad Hatter. We sang about the Mad Hatter. Our math was about the Mad Hatter. They had um, teacups and they um, decorated teacups for the Mad Hatter. That's so fun. So that was our fun day for October. Was the I, Mad I, I, see, I love that you're doing those things that all of us do in person. I mean, I mean, we, we do those kinds of stuff every day, but I think, I think that's why I, I love what you're doing is you're finding a way to still make it work. And I'm not saying other teachers aren't working their butts off because they are, but I know that's one of the big things that I see a lot on post is I wish it could be the same or I wish I could do this. And, and I think with just a little bit of tweaking, obviously you're working your tail off. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you could attest to that too, that you're probably working harder than you ever have before in your oh, life. Yeah. But, but start small. I think that's the big thing too. I, I'm going to guess that you didn't do every single one of these things the first day of virtual teaching, right? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. You've kind of built your repertoire. <laughs> so we started, what happened was we, we did um, in March, when we shut down in March, we did only 40 minutes a day. Okay. So what I started with was I love creating for the classrooms her digital stickers. So I made them into positivity. Um, oh, that's cool. Signs. So that's how I started my novelty at first. That's my positive reinforcement was this. This was my first step. And then I just started adding to it as I went along. Wow. Awesome. So we've talked a lot about the good. Yeah. And then the things you're sharing, the things you're making it fun. I mean, you mentioned yourself, you're there all day with your students and the engagement is on point you've had to run into some failures along the way. Mm -hmm. I, I can I can only imagine that there's been some things that have gone wrong. So maybe talk just a little bit for listeners who are kind of going through this, or I know right now it's December, it's beginning of December. There's a lot of schools making the shift back to virtual or from in-person to virtual. Um, anything that hasn't gone the way you wanted to, that you might have advice for other teachers to, to do going forward virtually. Oh, I've tried lots of things. That didn't work. <laughs> if you guys could see her right now is the best. She says, uh-uh, yeah, I've tried it all. I'll tell you, my first time trying to play a game online, oh my goodness. It was just, <laughs> first of all, I'm like, okay, boys and girls, we'll go play a game. We don't have the pieces. I'm like, <laughs> I know you don't have the pieces. This is how we're going to play it. I can't see it. I'm like, I didn't turn the camera on yet. So it's like, you know, it's, with six-year-olds, they just tell you exactly what they think and how they right. feel. They don't care. So, um, yeah, we tried. I mean, they, we've had bombs. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had some activities that just was like, oh, my goodness. Why did I even <laughs> think about that? And I have a parent in my room because I'm, I'm a special ed certified teacher. Okay. So I have five intensive IEPs in my class as well. Really? I have four autistic children. So, um. She will call me on our, when they're doing the independent work in Seesaw, and she'll be like, oh my goodness, like, oh, no. <laughs> I know, I never should try that. She's like, no, you should not have. And I'm like, you're right, I shouldn't have. You know, but you're not gonna know if you don't try. But that's what I was gonna and say, that could be your advice. It's a horrible, horrible thing, but my kids, even when it didn't work, we came back and at the end of the day, what was your favorite thing? Oh, we tried to play Candyland. I'm like, oh, that was your favorite thing. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. 
was that might be the best piece of advice I've, uh, I've heard is, is just try it. Just, just try it. You're going to fail at things during this virtual experience. You are. I know my wife has. I know I have today with my little guy that I was teaching. And I'm one-on-one -on -one with these little ones. I had to compete with his iPad that he had just gotten in Minecraft. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, so instead of just, just saying, put it down, put it down. I said, you know what? Let's try this. I know in Minecraft, you can build things out of blocks. And he goes, yeah. And he told me, I don't know. He told me what it's called, but I said, we're really working on the letter A. Do you think you could dig a shape in Minecraft that looks like an A? And he got super excited. And so, yeah, it's, it's trying things that, that you can't, you can't compete with with little ones and their their excitement right now for for learning you can't compete with all the things that are going to bombard you against that is what i guess i'm trying to say you know there's going to be a lot that comes up there's going to be a lot of challenges but but try it i love that advice yeah don't be afraid don't be afraid that's a good way to say it that's the awesome they don't know any better i mean honestly <laughs> they don't they don't know any better they don't know if you failed if you didn't fail because they're just so excited that their teacher is trying something with them right they're more excited to try something new that they don't, they don't know. They don't look at it as a failure. Well, I love how, I mean, I've, I've followed you. I've followed your kind of progress over your year so far. I love seeing your post and, and I can tell from seeing when you first started posting pictures to, to what I see behind you now, you've added bits and pieces as you've gone along. Yes. And I think that's another thing to remember that, that you, like we said, you didn't start with whew, all these things at once. You've added bit by bit, started small and built your kids up to understand where they need to be. I, and then basically I really did it by their ability. Cause in the beginning of the year, I had to keep reminding myself that they were done in March in kindergarten. So mm -hmm. they're not going to have all the skills that they needed to have to do the first grade work. Right. So it was more of the, I added more as we went along cause the more independent and confident they got, the more I could introduce to them and try with them. So really it's based really on your kids. Also, you feel your kids. That's why it's so important to have a relationship with them and to know your kids and to know where they are and what they can handle. Because I added more as I went along because the more we were together, the more our relationship grew and I knew, okay, they're able, they're ready for this. That's we awesome. can try this. Yeah, and I would try it and if it worked, I would add it a little bit more to it. So, it, cool. you know, it's got to build a foundation with them. Yeah. One of the questions I get asked a lot, or I see asked a lot, I don't get asked, but I see asked a lot is, is reading over virtual classrooms. Like, how are you making reading as powerful as possible? How are you even doing, you know, getting your kids to read in a small group or a big group? How, how does that work? So what does your, your reading block look like with your groups? Or how are you making reading time work? Well, what we do is um, we have phonics. We start, we do discovery phonics. We start off with phonics. So we always start with a video and then we do review of what we did the day before blends. So I would have a center game for them to do. Mm -hmm. And we have learned now how to, that most of my kids have, some of them get confused, but they're able to take over control of my mouse. So they yeah. can actually move the mouse on my screen. So we play, we'll do center games. They'll say, okay, go ahead. So-and-so take control of the mouse. Here you go. So I'll give them control of the mouse and they can move the pink dot wherever it needs to go or- That's cool. So we're, we're at that stage now. So that makes it a little bit more enjoyable for them because it's not just, you know, me moving it around. Now they're able to move it around. And then we do our phonics skill. And then we go into a reading comprehension. I always end my phonics with a fluency activity. So 
right now that I give them four sentences to read and it has to do with the words that we're working on during phonics. So they'll have four sentences to read and I'll have them and it's a horrible sound, but I'll have them all on mute at the same time. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> and you will hear one child is done. Another child is still going. You will hear, but they love doing it. They're doing it. Yeah. And you can pretty much hear. I mean, yeah, it, it, it lags and it it's loud and but you kind of can see and they get so excited to do it. I bet. And then I'll give them a reading passage in Seesaw for them to read and answer questions about also on their own. Okay. And I have that differentiated for those who need um to hear it and then answer the questions. So I'll have myself I'll record myself reading it for them. And then I have my readers who I know can read on their own. And then we're starting to add fluency um into the seesaw where they're gonna time they time themselves for one minute and they read as much as they can so I can hear them read also. Very cool. So I think something else that you just said too that that's so important to remember teachers is how you said we've we've built up to this point where they can take control of my mouse. And I think I know you have Zoom rules as one of your jobs, but if you're someone who's just shifting back to virtual or going virtual, I know in the spring, that's one thing my wife did was they spent a long time, I mean, without, without any content, just going over how a Zoom classroom looks and how a virtual classroom should look and what they should and should not be doing. And I think that's one thing we need to remember that you have to take it slow, especially with little ones. And, and, you know, I, I'm so happy that my kids go to the school that they do go to. When we went back in person in August, um, I overheard a call that my wife was on with the principal and she was down here in the office and we were, I, I was working and I could hear and the principal said, listen, we don't care if you teach any content for the first two to three weeks of school, get to know these kids and get to know the routines. And I'm like, that is the best piece of advice I've ever heard from an admin is, is to take it slow. So I love that you mentioned that, that you're now to that point because how long have you been doing virtual? since um september 7th okay and so here we are what two three months almost later and you're saying we're now to that point so teachers it takes time it does it takes time to build it up it does and we spent a lot of time on the social emotional piece which is so important here we spent a lot of time on that we read a lot of stories ruby finds a worry and we talked about their feelings and you know how we should get along and what they're scared of, what they're worried about. I mean, we just really did a lot of time learning each other and making sure they're okay. Very good, very cool. Well, I want people to continue to follow you because um, I'm sure they've they've gotten some inspiration from you today. I know I, I wanna be in your class. Like I wanna come watch how it works because teachers, if, if, if uh, Cindy's proving that it can be done. It can be done virtually. It can be done fun in a virtual way. You can still play, you can still move, you can still dance, you can still sing. So to follow you, how can people find you on, on social media? You can find me at Mrs. Price's Kindergaters on Instagram and Cindy Price on Facebook and Mrs. Price's Kindergaters at blog.com. Um, Blogspot. Blogspot, thank you. I forget what all the time too. <laughs> I, I just forget that part. And I'm on Twitter at Kindergaters. Awesome, well, we'll link so, all that in the show notes as well too. So. And guys, don't don't be afraid. Use everything. I use my really good stuff games all the time online. So that's and what I was gonna ask. So before we go, you mentioned center games. Are you yeah. doing when you say that, are you still full group? Are you doing like breakout rooms at all? Or is that all your kids on the screen? We 
are working on breakout groups. Okay. It's really hard for, especially my spec ed kids, because they can't see the little button to go into a breakout room. So we're just now, what we're working on now is we're doing turn and talks in breakout rooms right now. So okay. I'll ask them a question and I'll put them in a breakout room and whoever can't get to a breakout room just stays with me and talk, talks to me. So we're working on that aspect right now. Awesome. So, but I will put center games into Seesaw. Okay, cool. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you, Cindy. This has been inspirational. I, I, I know teachers, you can do it. She's doing it. She's making it rock. She's rocking. You know, she's making it work is the, the, the word there. You're making it work. You said yourself, not every day is as pretty as the next, but no, you make no, it no. work and you make it look like fun. And that's why, that's why I wanted to talk to you. So, so thank you for all you're doing. I applaud you for what you're doing and, and keep it up. Well, thank you for having me. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to hear more music like what you're hearing right now, visit cuckookangaroo.com. And then please like, share, and rate this podcast wherever you're listening to it so others can find it too. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Yeah.